0: You are listening to the Uncommon Truth Podcast, produced by the Father's House Church in Oroville, California. I'm Luke, and we created this podcast because we want to explore Christianity the way that Jesus intended it to be. If you're interested in joining us on this journey, make sure you subscribe to this podcast, or for more resources, check out changeoroville.org. We are in season 4, episode 2, and I'm joined as always by Stephen Vicky Orsillo. Hello. So good. so
1: good to be here.
2: It is.
0: And we are located in Orba, California, yep. and we're part of the Father's House Church, Correct. and I know we have listeners locally, but we also have listeners all around the world. And why do not you just take a moment and tell anyone who doesn't know what the Father's House Church is all about?
1: Well, the Father's House Church, you know, started because God called Vicky and I to Plan a church, and then then he directed us to this neighborhood, Southside. So it it grew in a with different ministries based on the surrounding population's needs, and we didn't know what to do because we didn't live in this kind of environment. We didn't understand, you know, really relate. And what is this he, kind of environment? He just—it's a very poor, very drug-ridden, very dysfunctional uh, environment, and. We didn't know what to do, and what he laid on us was unselfishness and, you know, come in the opposite spirit of selfishness. So we began a church in, in serving right. and giving, and it just it has grown over the 24 years into being a place where young people have come from around the world, including yourself, including from England, and uh, threw their life in alongside of us to, to show the love of Jesus to the world around, of, around us. In this work, he has given us a message of bringing people back to the New Covenant Mm -hmm. belief system of the Acts Church and uh, live it out in this community and then the surrounding town and make a difference, really make an impact on the town that he sent you to. And we we can, looking back over 24 years, we've seen an incredible effect on our city, on the churches of our city, Mm -hmm. And honestly, it's, it's simply osmosis. We have not gone and tried to teach them anything. We have simply lived our life hoping that they would see something, or if they see something, they would come alongside and want to do something similar. And it really has. this. The Church of Oroville is at work in yeah, all the awesome. churches. So many, I, I can't say all, but so many churches of Oroville are, are at work to Affect and influence the culture of this city, wow. and it's we know that God put us here to be a beacon and a light, and and people have also rose up to be beacons and lights. That's awesome, and it's really so. That's really who we are, and we invite we we send a message around the world with this podcast and yep. many other ways with SOT School of Transformation, School of Transformation Light being on Zoom, yep. and then we have one that's on the move, yep. which is teachings to try to spread the message that we are really all about which is Jesus first um the the New Testament theology and um Christianity that works in your life. Yeah. And I guess that explains who that's, we are the best. That's great.
0: That's really good. And we the uncommon truth, you know, our, our little catchphrase is Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. That's and, right. And we di- dive into his words, his sayings in season 3 which we just finished a couple weeks ago we, we were talking all about uh the kingdom of heaven is like, and the the words and phrases of of Jesus like that. The kingdom of heaven is like a, a pearl or a, a, a seed or all the different right. things, and that was really powerful. Uh, I don't know how many episodes we did. And I think it's what
1: it's the church, yeah. The, yeah, church the, the church the way Jesus meant it to be. And yeah. I, I, I don't think it's good. I think we want to continue to really mm-hmm. press that as this is what you're listening to. Yeah. We're trying to be a church the way Jesus meant it to be. And for us, it's a poor neighborhood. Yeah. It's a poor town. It's a, it's a town that was behind when we got here. And and we just got to be a, a piece
0: of it. So I'm sorry That's to interrupt. Good. Go right. ahead. That's good. And now we're in season four. And at the start of season four last week, we had our longest episode of all time. We actually didn't have room to put our intros in the episode. Um,
2: Is that good or bad?
0: I guess it's debatable. If what you were saying was a, good, if the content was good, yes. then, yeah,
2: I enjoyed it. Yeah, it
1: was, I did too. I really, yeah, was, I thought, it was, I thought it was one of it was one of the better yeah. episodes. You I thought,
2: know? I thought when you said um, Luke, when you said that it's oftentimes we quote revelations as to when mm. jesus is coming back and what the end yeah. times is going to be and really it's a revelation of who jesus christ is mm. the revealing of jesus revealing. I, I, I thought that was really really significant for me to remember that yeah. and and as i've been reading i've been reading the uh, revelations uh, in my devotionals time mm. it's been really really powerful yeah. and to the all those churches and and i, I guess we're going to go into another yes. church today
0: we are so let's, let's dive right in. I actually have the scripture prepared today. on my like, last week. Uh,
2: <laughs> you got in trouble for not doing
1: stuff. Yeah.
0: So, so uh, we're going to read Revelation 2, uh, starting verse 1. And this is the message to the church in Ephesus. And it says, this is Jesus speaking uh, in, his, in John's vision. He says, to the angel of the church in Ephesus write, the one who holds the seven stars in his right hand, the one who walks among the seven golden lampstands, says thus, I know your deeds and your toil and perseverance and that you cannot tolerate evil men and you put to the test those who call themselves apostles and they are not and you found them to be false and you have perseverance and have endured for my name's sake and have not grown weary but I have this against you that you have left your first love therefore remember from where you have fallen repent and do the deeds that you did at first or else I am coming to you and will remove your lampstand out of its place unless you repent yet this you do have that you hate the deeds of the Nicolaitans which I also hate he who has an ear let him hear what the spirit says to the churches to him who overcomes I will grant to eat of of the tree of life which is in the paradise of God
2: you know the thing that really sticks out there's that's an incredible amount of scriptures that are very very strong uh, rebukes and exhortations yeah. and um, when I when I've been um, looking at this in the last few weeks the word that it comes to me all the time is those who overcome mm-hmm. in which. Um, it says, "He who has near, let him hear what the church says. His church is to whom, to him who overcomes." Yeah. What does overcoming mean? And I, I, have, I've actually started thinking, like, what does that mean? Overcoming does that yeah. mean you say, you say a prayer in 1979 and that you've overcome, or is it really an action? Is it something that w- w- causes a responsibility on me right. to overcome to the end? You know, um, you know, I can really identify with the church in Ephesus. Um, I, it's like. I never want to lose um, my first love. Mm-hmm. And as you read the New Testament and, and what Jesus thinks about you losing your first love, it, it, it should make you um, kind of cringe. Yeah. You know, um, I don't want to grow weary in well doing. Mm-hmm. And that, again, is another action, correct? Right. And so, I mean, this Ephesus church, I think you could put, say, the Church of Oroville to the Church of the United States to the Church of England to the Church yeah. of Canada. I think it's very pertinent for 2021. The whole exhortation, exhortation of remembering where you came from. Mm. You know, remember who you were before Jesus came and erased, erased your sin. But that's just the beginning. It's overcoming to the end. When you see Him, either in the clouds or He comes for you, mm-hmm. overcoming to the end. In um, one of the scriptures, it says, you know, the, ra- the, the, the nobody gets the the prize or the trophy or the medal. Um, a, ra- a runner does not get the prize until he crosses a finish line. Right. You don't get you don't get a trophy until you cross it into the um, what's it called when you cross into the, the right end down. zone. The end you zone. know, um, mm. it's like it's like why finish would we line. think Christianity is any different than that? That we just get the prize because mm. we we said a prayer in 1979, yeah. and I was introduced to Jesus. I was introduced I was introduced to Jesus on 79 in 1979, uh, and it's like now 2021, and if I'm still back in 1979, I think 1979 called, and they want they want it back. Yeah. You know, I mean, so this is 42 years. I should be I should look different than I mm. was in 1979. I want to overcome to the end. That's good. So I love I love this um, passage to the Church of Ephesus.
1: Yeah, me too. I think what's interesting in what we read, the thing that we always want to just pass over. Now, our goal is to find out who God is here at yeah. the right. Father's house. Right. Our goal in our schools is to see who God says he is. Who and he here's Jesus he talking, and he calls himself the one who holds the seven stars in his right hand. The one who walks among the seven golden lampstands says this. Mm-hmm. This is supposed to mean something yeah. to us. And I got to say, us four yeah. right here, it probably means nothing. Mm-hmm. And we skipped those verses. And most people listening, it th- that's just an introduction. Go on to I Know Your Deeds. Yeah. But, you know, just take a minute. Jesus Christ, born through a woman's womb, yeah. came into life like all of us, lived from babyhood to manhood, and then what he suffered at the end is hideous. Right. And who he really is, he's the one that holds the seven stars in his right hand. Yeah. John says nothing was created that he did not create. Mm-hmm. This is big stuff that Jesus himself says who he is. Yeah. And I mean, think of who could hold seven stars. I don't know what seven golden lampstands means. I'm assuming the the people of John's day did, maybe that each church had a lampstand mm-hmm. that burned for it, you know, and that it's its health or its or its Say you know it's it's lack of health was based on this lampstand, and he holds the seven lampstands. You know and like, it's like whether you know or not, it's still wow. Yeah, Jesus is someone big. Jesus is God holding seven stars. He says, "I know your deeds and your toil and your perseverance," and he goes on to tell them how good they're doing, and then he says that you know this I have against you. And I think that's another important ideology aside from the words of it that. As much as they did good, he has something against them. Mm -hmm. And I think today we all think we're all good or we're all bad. Mm -hmm. Either we're pure totally from the blood of Jesus Mm -hmm. or we're not and we're all bad. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that that's clear in these these books. What he's telling them to do is fight for it. And he says, um, to endure for my name's sake. Endure. You are good because you endure. Well, that's not a word any of us want to (laughs) place in our future. Okay, so... You're doing really good, but you're coming to a season you have to endure, mm. persevere, overcome. Well, that's not a happy prophetic word. <laughs> it's going to be slide nine eyes downhill for the rest of your life, man. It's like no effort. Well, that's what I want to hear. <laughs> yeah. It's going. He's going to fill your basket every morning, and you are going to have everything your heart desires. Mm. But that's not what he's saying to them. He's telling them, I know your deeds, and and that you cannot tolerate evil men. You put to test those who are apostles. I mean, these are negative acts that he's happy with. Mm-hmm. You you resist people who call themselves apostles. Now, what's in? Yeah, they're negative acts. Resistance of evil. You know, it's not like you 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 put men down. You reject people. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I like this about you. You yeah. don't let evil in your camp. Now, this Nicolaitan thing is a is a conversation that has mm-hmm. gone on forever. And I think most of this is about something very similar to the Nicolaitans. Nicholas was a guy who proclaimed himself an apostle. Mm -hmm. And he writes in here, you resist those who claim they're apostles. And they are not. And he's saying, Nicholas was not my guy. But Nicholas said he was my guy. And all of his followers have tried to infiltrate the church, and it's a very fleshly existence that sin doesn't affect your soul Sin only affects your body, and your body's going to perish, so your soul and your spirit are going to go to heaven, even if you involve yourself in temple prostitution and and lewd acts of sexual immorality. It doesn't matter what you do. And Jesus is telling them, I'm proud of you that you have not bought into this ridiculous thing, that grace covers all, no matter what you do, that your body is affected, but your spirit and your soul are separate. And it's exactly like the, 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 the group... Oh, um, agnostic, no, Gnosticism, Gnosticism. the Gnostic uh, theology of the day. Nicholas was just an apostle of the Gnostic theology, which was not Jesus. And the apostles and the true apostles, John, Peter, the ones who walked with Jesus, James, they, they resisted totally. This teaching of the Nicolaitans, which was just simply Gnosticism, which is a special knowing. Yeah. Now, Nicholas saying, I know specially that God would accept you if you do these things. Grace covers all. And he's saying he's a, it's a false thing, and I love you for resisting it. But in resisting it, you've lost your first love. You're not resisting evil out of a joy in your heart. Yeah. You're not resisting evil with a love that I asked you to love with the kind of love I brought to you. See, he resisted pharisaical rule. He resisted their hypocrisy and told his apostles resist the hypocrisy. But always in everything, he showed an amazing amount of love. And he even he didn't preach the gospel to Pharisees, but he simply laid it out in front of them. And when a few of them came like Josephus in the night, is that the right guy? No, Uh, no, no, no. Nicodemus. uh, Nicodemus Nicodemus in the night, and uh, Joseph of Arimathea was his follower, both of whom were in that group. They were able to be saved. They were able to come to grace through Jesus Christ because he presented a love gospel, Mm -hmm. a love relationship with God, telling them you've got to have God be your father in heaven the way he's my father in heaven. And so that's what he's saying to these guys, that Though I'm very happy with what you're doing here, this I have against you. And I love what he says. Um, He says, I will let you eat from the tree of life. To whom who overcomes, I will grant to eat of the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. If you have ears to hear what I'm saying, let what the Spirit, this is what the Spirit is saying to you as a church. Yes, you're great at resisting that, but you have to resist it by having this first love relationship with me accepting who I am and being trying to be me in this world while you resist it. And he who does overcome to the end. Keep going. You haven't met your end yet. Right. What Vicki said, you haven't crossed your finish line yet. You got time to correct this mess. And if you overcome, I will grant you to eat at the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. I mean, that gives me goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Each one of these letters is promising the you know, the, the white stone of redemption and the robe of righteousness. And this one is to eat of the tree of life, which is in the garden of God, the paradise of God. I just love this letter. I love all these letters, but I mostly just love Jesus. And I want to make sure that my ministry though, resisting the wolves that try to eat the sheep and trying to keep sheep on, on the right path and trying to teach them correctly. I don't end up losing that his one number one goal was to love and his one, number one command was love as I have loved you. And that's what I see when I just roughly read this thing. I think there'll be more, you know, yeah. as we go, but it's just, it's the overview of this letter is just so rich yeah. in, I don't have to be perfect. He can have things against me, but he's telling me how in the time I have left while I'm running to the finish line, make sure you get back on track with this because if you overcome and get this, Man, if I got something good for you,
2: Did, I don't know. I, maybe I miss this, but, but um, talking about the, la- um, I will remove your lampstand.
1: Mm-hmm. That, um, yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, in uh, verse uh, five. Yeah. Unless it says, and he's talking like he's talking to religious people, correct?
0: Mm-hmm. He's talking to the believers, yeah.
2: Yeah, and it's like, what the heck does he will not remove your lampstand mean? Well, and I think I
1: think it's very similar to last week we talked about erase your name.
2: Well, yeah. So, but but last year that was a revelation we had last week too. Mm-hmm. Is that you you kind of blindsided us with the revelation of being the, the book li- of life, uh, yeah. book of yeah. life, yeah. And but it's like he erases names, he takes away your lampstand. Yeah. Right. What does that mean as a 21st century yeah. Christian?
0: That's a lot. I mean, in 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 a chapter. One at the end in verse 20, he says, as for the mystery of the seven stars, which you saw in my right hand, and the seven golden lampstands, the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. So So he's
2: taken away a lamp. So so for Ephesus.
1: They will uh, no uh, longer be his church. They will no
2: longer. so, So it's like, so take it down to you and I. So does that mean that we can no longer be his church? I mean, is there is there a way that I can lose my salvation?
1: If we have lost our first, first love, love and we operate in a way that so is not saying. his kind of love. Yeah.
2: That's what I'm saying to you. Yeah. It's like, so you whittle it down to the the, the Ephesus could lose their salvation or their lampstand. So can we. Mm-hmm. So that's what's when, when we come, when we combat or we come against people who think you're once saved, always saved. I think it would be really good for them to read the book of Revelations. Yeah because losing your first love and i mean these people did things this church did things but they did it in systems or they did it to check a box mm-hmm. and and they didn't do it because they loved so because because first he loved us so i think it's such a warning to me that i don't ever want my lampstand or my name to be blotted out of the book right. of life it's like it's like we can lose our lampstand. yeah it's sobering
0: yeah whilst doing some things right at the same time you know they did a lot right
1: remember from where you have
0: fallen yeah
2: Yeah. repent
1: it's like whoa that's crazy remember from where you've fallen oh wow so they used to love jesus and do things out of a love for jesus and then people infiltrated them and changed the change the mm-hmm. scenario and they change the narrative yeah and he's saying get the narrative back yeah. get your situation back remember you fell you used to be here but you fell to here right keep progressing forward don't fall back and in in Recognize what it. in loving one another as i have loved you the only command he gave yeah what's that look like he's telling them figure it out what you used to do get back to doing that resist evil which i love the resistance of evil You put to test those who say they're apostles, like Nicholas, Mm -hmm. and you resist all his teachings about sin because it's not okay with me. And remember, if you don't remember where where you've fallen and get back where you were in terms of loving me, do things from loving me and a joy of me, then I'm coming and I'll remove your lampstand.
0: So, I mean, we we talk about this a fair amount, but I want to go into it again as just, the thing they were commended for was their resistance of evil and the putting to the test, the people that called themselves apostles. So obviously that wasn't a problem that was only specific to that time. It's a problem that's still around today. So how do we, um, how do we go about being able to put to test false apostles? How, how, How can we be on guard against those things?
1: So when you walk in a relationship, practicing the presence of Jesus, you are in the spirit when you will be aware that you walk with him inside of you all the time. You have the mind of Christ. You know the heart of God and they, they just absolutely strike you as wrong. You per- so it's, there's lots of characteristics of these people. They endure mm-hmm. and don't grow weary. Mm-hmm. They, they operate in love and they've stopped operating in love. So this guy comes in. And he got, he took away their love because he didn't operate that way. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I, here's how, you know, you just know the Holy Spirit is absolutely there. There's no chance they didn't know that the Holy Spirit was resistance to this teaching, but they also thought, well, I would love to be able to go to the temple prostitutes. I'd Mm -hmm. love to have more women than my, just my wife. I would love Mm -hmm. to be able to go there and be purified Mm -hmm. in, in this intercourse. And you have a temptation where you start to accept a little, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how they knew. Mm-hmm. They, they just did know because they were operating in his love. He said, you fell from operating in my love. Mm-hmm. You fell from being aware of my spirit in you. You fell from the fact that you know that I can see everything you do, hear everything you do, and I'm aware with you. As you turn away from me, I'm, I'm there with you. So repent from this falling away from that. And that's how you know is, is to be in the spirit, Continually, What Paul says, pray continually. That's in the Spirit continually. That's the Holy Spirit praying through you. When he says pray in tongues, that's the Holy Spirit praying through you. Yeah. You don't know those languages. The right. Holy Spirit does. So you have this walking day-to-day, line upon line, precept upon precept. He laughs with you, cries with you, walks with you, talks with you. And when a Nicholas comes along, which they do continually, saying have i got the answer for you and they try to teach you a different thing or they try to show you signs and wonders follow these mm-hmm. and you have to remember that the holy spirit inside of you is not impressed with miracle signs and wonders he's not he's the one com- doing them right and so he's not impressed with them so you're not going to feel that whatever you feel about that isn't the holy spirit you have to be aware that what the holy spirit's speaking inside of you and he, what he's doing inside of you and what he's here to do is promote the name of jesus Glorify the name of Jesus and save that which is lost. So help people find Jesus and follow him. Signs and wonders happen following you. They don't happen for you to follow them. And you immediately know they're wrong. It's wrong to just chase after signs and wonders. People get lost chasing signs and wonders. When signs and wonders follow them, they know they are right in the center of where they should be. I don't promote signs and wonders. They follow me. I have a whole bunch of them lately that have been happening behind me. And all my life I've been waiting for that to be true, that they would follow me and they would be seen. They'd be evident behind me. I do the right things and signs and wonders happen all around me. But if I start chasing it, hey, we're going to have a healing service. We're going to do this. We're going to promote healing. We're going to get people up here to talk only about signs and wonders. No, the greatest sign and wonder there is, is to love Jesus, get to know him and be forgiven. To get to go to heaven as a sinful man, that's the greatest signs and wonder there ever was. Mm-hmm. And I'm not chasing after other signs and wonders. I want signs and wonders to happen behind me, around me, follow me, because of my loving of Jesus, my promoting of his name, my, my saving, healing, and delivering anyone around me, that giving them what it takes to do that, just promoting the name of Jesus, lifting up Jesus, and, and watching him lift me up with that's him. Good. Right? You got yeah. some?
2: No, I I do. I, I just I'm reading for um, verse um, four, but I have this against you that you've left your first love, and you know I think I think about when you and I you know first met and fell in love, and how it was all about you and you, it was all about me, you know, and and there was nothing that just dis, dis, um, just distracted us. Everything every thought was about you, and and I think when we meet Jesus, that was for me. I was actually telling in, in a school of transformation level one today about my my transformation in 1979 and the, the topic was actually love in Jesus. And I think what you said is so important. I, d- and I literally was talking about this as I just don't want to lose my first love mm-hmm. because it goes on to say, like you said, Steve, therefore remember where you have fallen. And I, yeah. and so for me, I, today I remember where I, I came from, you know, and I like to remember that all the time and repent of, and do the deeds you did at first or else, mm-hmm. Seems like an ultimatum.
0: <laughs> well, it gets there. Or else, yeah.
2: I'm coming yeah. to you, and I will remove your lampstand out of its place mm-hmm. unless you repent. Yeah, it sounds pretty um, like he's pretty adamant mm-hmm. that this is really important to mm-hmm. him that we don't lose our first love, and I and I'm just so struck at all the things that the um, Church of Ephesus did so so right. Yeah, and I like I said in, in the top of the hours like this is so pertinent to 2021 and all the different um, things that we're being fed in the name of Christianity and, and the name of this radio station, uh, radio what's program is called the Uncommon truth. Mm -hmm. And when you were talking to him, I'm like people, I think, well, why did you, you know, why you think this is the right, Mm -hmm. this is true. Well, it's because we read the words of Jesus and we don't make excuses for scriptures like this Mm -hmm. is that, do I think we can lose our salvation? Uh, Well, it sounds like he could come from you and take the Mm lampstand away, and it's like loving jesus um the command of christ let's say it again
1: love one another as i have loved you
2: it's such a high calling Mm -hmm. to us and it's like something that we probably should make our whole life doing that um and not growing well wearing well doing it it's faith without works is dead and and vice versa you can't have one without the other it's Mm -hmm. like you know there used to be a song that was love and marriage it's not that way anymore you can't have one without the other that's kind of like it's faith and works mm-hmm. it's both it's loving yeah. jesus and never losing your first love and do not grow weary in well doing it. and to me it's it's first manner of the heart and then it's action yeah uh, the abundance of your love you
1: know he never he, he says i know your deeds your toil your perseverance yeah. mm-hmm. and then later on he says i know the works that you do yeah, yeah. and then he tells him to keep working yeah and I, he never wants reju- re- no. rebukes them people no. rebuke me all the time for, for doing so much mm-hmm. yeah you know you you know you don't have to work that hard. You don't have to work that hard. Yeah. They actually rebuke even, me It's, even like, you God think, on it's like you think it's like you think this ha- it's no what my work is is love for Jesus. Mm-hmm. And he's not rebuking me for it nor is no. he telling me to slow down. Mm-mm. He's telling me you don't work to be saved. Mm-hmm. I love that you work because of you are I saved. came and touched you. And yeah. when, when you were not worthy, when you were yet a sinner, I came and touched you. That's right. And I forgave you. You know, in the Old Testament, you touch a leper, it makes you unclean. In the New Testament, you touch a leper, you make him clean. Mm-hmm. Jesus went around making them clean. Yeah. And if he lives in me and I love him, I should eventually be able to help make people clean. Yeah and he never once rebuked anyone for doing that nor did he try to stop from the works well,
2: but he, he, did, we're he not. did with Martha and Mary
1: no Martha and no Mary would be where he, she where he he didn't she, tell her to stop No, he, he just he said actually, i won't rebuke her for the better
2: correct and actually uh, he, he brings a full circle but mm. people probably are thinking that he he did he did he did say you know mary's chosen the, you know the better thing so, he said she's
1: chosen a, the better thing but here's the thing jesus was in person sitting yeah. on a yeah. chair in a room He's, he's now he's with each one of us. You better be having your Mary and Martha moments. Both. He didn't rebuke either one. He said, I won't take away from her Mm -hmm. and I won't take away from you. And so that, people try to make that a widespread thing, but what that is is you better have your moments with Jesus in intimacy. Way, yeah. You really need to have your moments that aren't works. And, well, actually, the work of intimacy is a work, but it's not doing labor. It's not a service. It's not toiling yeah. and persevering. Yeah. It's sitting in r- r- just just meditating on what he has to say in you and through you. Mm-hmm. But the dishes still had to get done. He didn't rebuke her for yeah. it. He didn't say, you know, you your work is bad. Mm-hmm. It's good. He just said... Uh, She right now, right now, there's a more important thing. And in your life, there is a more important thing. And he's going to say this I know about you and this I love about you Mm -hmm. and keep doing it. But this I don't like that. You never stop sitting at my feet. You never get up and move Mm -hmm. because here he tells him to 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 overcome to the end to right. wor- to work to the end to per- I know your perseverance mm-hmm. your your absolute steadfast l- work in the spirit but what you lack and he tells them what they lack and I believe it's really clearly they don't they've lost their first love they don't have that merry and is it Mary? they don't have that yeah. merry moment right. of of sitting at his feet Right. We need both. We need all. And we no- need to know we're not saved because we do it. Mm-hmm. We need to know we do it because he touched us. That's really good. Because he loves us. And we're supposed to, if we've received, we're supposed to freely give. Yeah. And if we've received love, we're supposed to give love. And this is what he has against them, that they're not doing this love. That's
0: good. And I think that's really key for all of us and in, in that uh, our motivation behind the works that we're doing is is, is the key part, right? Wow. They were doing... A bunch of the works, but the motivation had, had come off of this this love thing. And I think we can get caught up in this idea that you know I, I have to I have to work without. We can work without love, or we can work for love, or we can work in love. And I think it really is keeping our hearts like Jesus. I love you. You use you that yourself. I, I do all the things I do because I love him. But I yeah. think there are lots of people that do everything they do not for that reason. They That's do right. it. They do it because they have to earn his love, or they have to earn his their salvation or they have to mm. become good enough or, or there are people that do it you know just for whatever reason but I think it's it's key that he is our reason that we do the things that we do right that's right the The other thought I had and if Vicky you oh she's throwing her phone around um, My Bible just fell. <laughs> the The other the other thing I, I was thinking about as I was reading this uh, earlier was we've had an interesting couple of years with uh, COVID and just the, the kind of like reset around the globe it's caused and people stopped doing a lot of things that they were doing right you know people stopped physically attending church people stopped Mm -hmm. doing a bunch of stuff and i was you know i i felt the holy spirit was saying to me about this you know come come remember where you fall and like as a church globally you know many people aren't going back to church people aren't loving jesus the way they used to do in community and what uh you know is there anything on that scale that you guys see where maybe we need to remember who we're called to be and come back to church as he intended it to be
2: the first thing i thought about when you said that is i believe the church is bought into the worldwide fear Mm -hmm. of covid Mm -hmm. and um i'm not saying that there's nothing in covid that i'm not saying i'm not dumbing it down i'm saying that i think the church has has forgotten their first love and and who god is and who Mm -hmm. jesus is in their life so number one if if you have all the fear i don't care whether you're vaccinated Mm -hmm. or unvaccinated Um, I think the world system and the uh, prevailing noise today is that it's it's like a big thing that jumps on people and takes them out and I think the arch the worldwide church has become so susceptible and now there's there's you know anti-vaxxers and pro-vaxxers and I think it's just a distraction and I think it's it it has taken people out of doing what they did when they first believed it's like so if that's you if you've really becoming scared and you have, you know, you haven't been at church forever or your church is closed. You know, there's other things. You just ask the Holy Spirit, like, what can I do to, um, to remember my first love, to, to fall in love, to remember where I came from. I just, like I said, I did that today. I just remember who I was and I remember how amazing it was when I met Jesus and, um, and how it's been a walk. And, um, so I think just practically it'd be like if your church is closed, make sure you're doing something. Make yeah. sure you're getting out of the house and and try you know f- join us online or join someone online. Read read the words of Jesus four times uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Yeah. I think that would really um, assuage some of the fear and the and the confusion. I think the church is really necessary. Mm-hmm. I think you need to find a place and and find a, a fan, find a leader who shows good fruit and consider follow their vision. Consider changing churches. Yeah, consider changing churches because I think if you're— I, I don't know if I'm gonna get a lot of uh, feedback on this, but I mean, if they're, they've been closed for two years because mm-hmm. of fear, yeah. it's like I, I feel like the message of Jesus. We have to preach the message mm-hmm. of Jesus, yep. and that's been our thought through COVID. Is that we don't want to cause anybody to get scared or have mm-hmm. fear, but we must preach Jesus. You gotta yeah. preach Jesus, and so I think it, the, the I think that's the fear has made people stop preaching Jesus. Yeah. So I don't know if I answered your question. No, that's good. But it's like it's like I think the number one thing that people need to deal with is remember who you were when you got saved. The moment you met Jesus and you opened your eyes and the world was a different place, yeah. remember who you were. And then if you are fearful and you're very opinionated about COVID one way or the other, I think you, I think you've got some, um, repenting to do.
1: Yeah. Amen. Everything. I, I'm thinking that, you know, that there's really a need to, when you close down out of fear, mm-hmm and you, you continue this way, something's missing. Yeah. Something's wrong. wrong. If you're still afraid, if, if COVID was a, a a pandemic that was like the bubonic plague back in Europe, where mm-hmm. it's so I mean, everybody dies, mm-hmm. ah, just so much death, huge. And, and if you didn't die, the, the disease was so horrible, so much worse than this. Even if it was that, Christians are called to not close down. Mm-hmm. Correct. Your churches shouldn't be closed, even if that was the Mm -hmm.
3: case
1: we should we should be essential we should be the ones honestly christians should be the nurses of the people that are sick risking Mm -hmm. death because we have an eternal perspective on things and he says in verse five therefore remember from where you have fallen and repent change turn around and do the deeds you did at first Mm -hmm. and it's like do the deeds you did at first followed by an or else yeah and, and he's saying, so I will grant you to eat from the tree of life that grows in the paradise of God. It's just so awesome what is ours. And I want to risk the or else and lose the paradise of God, the tree of life. I mean, the fruit that grows from life because I'm afraid of a disease. It's, it's so clear the new covenant does not allow this. That's why at the Father's house, we're so adamant about the new covenant. You're confused. You have a wrong idea of why God has Christianity. It's a life is a test for eternity. And and we would fail life if we hung on to life and abandon eternity. Be silly. For you know, are the things I'm living for worth Jesus dying for? If I keep my mind on that and I keep looking at, I want the death of Jesus Christ to not be in vain for people. And if I'm running around being afraid like they're afraid, being drunk like they're drunk, being immoral like they're immoral, if I'm running around not loving Jesus for to be pure because of my love for him, to he loves my purity, he loves my righteousness, he loves my drive. Yeah. He works. says, remember and get back to work and do those deeds. and And you will run the race to completion. You will win the prize. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll and you'll you, you will eat from the tree of life you'll have the robe of righteousness and the white stone of redemption yeah. you'll have all these things that he promises you. you will sit at his at his throne and and worship the, the God of heaven and earth hmm. and we as Christians are we are as hateful as the world is hateful' wow. we're, as, we're as divided we're into conspiracy theories yeah. worse than the world probably. <laughs> And we accuse and we throw accusation around, which none of it adds up to love the way Jesus loved us. The very man driving the nail through the bones of his wrist, he could have stopped that guy with a word. He could have called angels to punish that guy. But instead, he on the cross said, Father, forgive them. They don't understand what driving that nail was. They don't understand they were killing the innocent one. Yeah. They didn't understand they were slaughtering the Lamb of God. They didn't understand any of it. And Jesus did this. And then we here we are having minor inconvenience thrown at us by a, a strange governor. And we just fill the airways with hate for that man. Well, Jesus died and let the hammer fall on that nail for that governor too. Yeah. What are we doing? Are you praying for your governor and just criticizing him? Mm-hmm. Are you praying for him and 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 interceding for him? Or are you giving him up to the devil? Are you giving him up over to the world, which is not your right to do? I like the one phrase, who gave you permission to stop loving? Wow. Well, it wasn't Jesus. It's
2: really
1: good. And in this letter to the Ephesians, it wasn't
2: Jesus.
1: he was saying, get back to your loving because nobody gave you permission to stop loving. That's good. the, the, to be me to the world. I let them hit the hammer. I let them swing the whip. I let them punch with their fists. I let them curse with their mouths. I let them speak ill of me and accuse me falsely. I let them do those things because I knew I was shedding blood for them to also be able to eat, to make it possible for them to also eat from the tree of life, which grows in the garden paradise of God. I mean, this is what this is about, this life in Christianity. This letter, if it was all you had in the world, is get back to the deeds of loving, Mm -hmm. which takes a lot of work and a lot of money and a lot of energy. Get back to this work and love them with my kind of love. Persevere, toil and persevere. He says, get back to the deeds you did. Get back to loving them like I loved them, even dying for them, laying down your life for them. No greater love kind of stuff for not the greatest amongst them, but the least of these, my brethren. If I'm hungry, if they're hungry, feed them as though you're feeding me. If they're naked, clothe them as though you're clothing me. Mm -hmm. Visit them as though you're visiting me. Someone says Jesus is in jail. We'd all run down to visit him, comfort him. Well, he's in jail. The least of these, my brethren. He's in the world. He's Mm -hmm. being lost. At least put up a place where the lost can be found. Put the light up on a up on a lampstand where the lo- where the lost can find their way home. Yeah, right.
0: That's really good. Yeah. Amen. I I think I have one time for maybe one more question. I, you know, one be of the careful. things. Careful. I know. Maybe we'll, not. Maybe we'll try. <laughs> I'm on a roll, baby. <laughs> I know. One of the you know that phrase. Uh, do the things you did at first. One of the things that I've observed over the years is the very first thing that believers do when they hear about Jesus and meet him is they want to go and tell everybody about him, right? Right. That's the way we were. And, you know, I think one of the deeds we often lose, maybe many of us are guilty of, is that fire, that passion to go tell the world about who Jesus is. And, you know, I I wondered if I know this is Vicki, you you like to talk about this, so maybe I'll I'll ask you first. I like to what? Tell people about Jesus. Oh, yeah. So, you know, what would you say to people who maybe feel conviction on that, that they've maybe lost that love lost that passion
2: do something yeah uh, just you know like we talked a long time ago about just practical things you mm-hmm. can do i was talking to the first level for once today and some girl was talking in class and she talked about god and i said you know i think it's more important that you identify who your god is
3: mm-hmm.
2: i think it uh there's a worldwide movement just to talk about god all the time and you got to be careful because you know to to you God is Jesus, but to other people in India God is a as a cow. Yeah, God can be the sun in the Aztec religion. Right. Um, God can be a door, you know, Hindu or whatever. You know, you are a God. Um, mm-hmm. But when you say the name of Jesus in your vernacular when you're talking, it really identifies who you're talking about, and it's the name that every knee shall bow and every mm-hmm. tongue confess. So I pepper all my speaking with Jesus, the name of Jesus, and. I presume when I'm talking, I presume everybody's a Christian. Mm-hmm. I presume we're all on the same page. Um, obviously, we're not. Mm-hmm. And but I have to get the um, word of Jesus out. I remember years ago when I was first um, coming up, um, and Steve was actually the one who led me to Jesus, mm-hmm. and kind of you know was my first pastor. Now he's my last pastor. But um, he said God's word does not come void. And mm-hmm. due season, it will it will, it will fulfill be, its
1: purpose. Fulfill mm-hmm.
2: its purpose. So I took that to heart and I thought, I got to get the name of Jesus out so that one day when they're 75, 65, 45, they're going to remember this kooky lady that said the name of Jesus. And you know what? You guys know I've been a Christian 42 years. I've had multiple people come back to me years later. Mm and say remember when you said that to me and i'm like no
0: not really not really <laughs> not
2: really but they do yeah. and i think every person at the father's house they can remember someone actually witnessing to them mm-hmm. and saying the name of jesus so i i feel like you know i feel like i just throw um the, the name of jesus like like seed yeah. everywhere i go um because it it it's live it's active and when you need it if it'll it'll help you but if you never heard it It's not going to be in there, and I don't think the name of God does the same thing. I could be wrong, but for me, the name of Jesus kind of resonates in my identity. It goes deep. It's like the name that you should be saved Mm -hmm. by. Every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, and it's a name over and over again that he says. It's the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus, and I just think for you practically, just start saying the name of Jesus in your conversation everywhere you go you know, praying for people, hey, you know, or Jesus has a word for you. Jesus loves you, whatever you want to say. But Mm -hmm. I would exhort you to to switch God from the word God to Jesus to identify who your Savior is. That's really
0: good. Amen. What do you think? What do you think it is that kind of causes us, though, to lose that? uh, Well,
1: well, that's easy. It's the worldview. It's like that. What I preached on Sunday about the... uh, Uh, What do I compare the men of this generation? They're like children sitting on a wall saying, I sang for you and you didn't dance. I I played a dirge for you and you didn't mourn. They're they're constantly saying, buddy, you've got to get this straight. Your religion's okay, but you've got to take care of this. You've got to take care of that. What about your education? What about your finances? What about your future? Oh, my gosh, you've got to... Uh, have the american dream like yeah. the reason i got you're not american but you yeah, yeah. gotta have, the, <laughs> have they've the got to have the american the English, dream Canadian. take care, take uh, care yeah. of yourself yeah. you've yeah. got to be able yeah. you know you got to be not a burden on people yeah. jesus isn't going to do that for you and they're they're like singing their song hoping you'll dance to their tune and that's what pulls us away the world view the world system is created to do two things. One is to keep people from finding Jesus. And mm-hmm. the second is to get people lukewarm to move away from their first That's love good. because the, the world system, the, the, the purveyors and creators of the world mm-hmm. system, they know Jesus's letter by heart. Yeah. They know exactly what he's saying is you lost. If you can get them to lose their first love, he's going to be mad at them. This I have against you. You listened to the world system. You got caught up in your self-image, your selfishness, and you had to take care of yourself because you couldn't trust that I could take care of you. And all these people calling you from the wall, saying, "Dance to my song. Dance to my song. Do what I tell you. Follow what I, you know, follow my lead." Oh, you! And then just like the devil saying, "Did Jesus really say that? Did God really mean that?" Vicky,
2: you know, I, I was—I I don't even think it's a world. Sometimes it's well-meaning Christians. Yeah. When I first got save, saved, there was a well-meaning Christian who said to me, "You know, you're you're turning more people mm-hmm. off than on. So doing more sign, harm to, than good." To mm-hmm. Silence, because I was telling everybody about Jesus. Yeah. I mean, I was evangelizing everywhere. Um, you know, it's like, or people come here and say, "You know, don't, you don't have to work that much. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't. You know, you don't. It's, you don't have to work for your salvation." So there's a lot of well-meaning Christians who say things that cause us to lose our first yeah. love. And I think they're well-meaning, but they're still. It's like, no, I'm going to say the name of Jesus. I remember I had a pastor come to me and say, you know, you just worship a little too loud. Mm-hmm. You're kind of turning people <laughs> off around you. Yeah. And or the and or the man that said to me, you know, you're turning mm-hmm. more off than on with your Jesus message. You're, yeah. you're talking about Jesus. Doing those more harm are, than good. Yeah. Right? Those are not. That's not true. Yeah. Oh, those, I was, are I, I, those are lies. Those are lies. It's not true. Okay, I might make someone mad. And i made a lot of people mad Mm -hmm. and i probably still do because i say the name of jesus but their manuscript their life is not over and i've had those people come back to me years later like i said i don't know all of them yeah but i but i know that i know that i know that i said it and i delivered and i acted upon it and that
1: name had power and
2: that name had power and i hopefully that that name still has Mm -hmm. power if you if you don't if you don't believe me just say the name of Jesus out there and see what happens yeah. to yeah. the little screaming That's demons.
1: Really we are Jesus people, we're Jesus freaks, mm-hmm. we're all about Jesus. We are Jesus only in terms of our life. Yeah. Uh, we, but we're you know, not Jesus only in the we are the not back. the doctrinal Jesus yeah. only. We, yeah. we love, yeah. Jesus leads us to having a father yeah. in heaven, right. and the Holy Spirit lives inside of That's us, good. and we are baptized in, in their presence. We're just immersed. In, but we are Jesus freaks. That's right. We That's are really all good. about the name of Jesus. We believe in the power of Jesus. We believe There's in the words Jesus. of Jesus. We believe that it's Jesus' words that will judge us in the end. That's right. But his words here say, I will grant you to eat from the tree of life, which grows in the garden paradise of God. And I mean, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want that. I've I've been on Mario Ground rounds. Where Mario Go rounds, where yeah, where you, yeah, where you reach out and yeah, grab Mary the Browns. ring and you hope it's the brass ring, right? And you throw the ring through this clown's mouth. You ever been on one of those? Yeah, in Spokane. I'm yeah, we had one in Spokane. It's so cool. I had it my whole life as a kid in <laughs> Santa Cruz and everywhere. And I go, if I would reach that far for a ring out of a of a dispenser, man, I'm telling you, I am reaching for the golden lampstands. I'm That's reaching good. for the one who holds the seven stars. Amen. And wow. if everybody says you don't have to do that, I'm going to say, I I don't care if I don't have to do it. This is what I want to do. And I have found out that he likes it. And if he likes being worshiped, I'm going to worship him. If he likes me reaching for him, I'm going to reach for him. If he likes me striving for the narrow door, I'm going after the narrow door. I don't care who from the wall says we played a song for you and you didn't dance. I'm going to say, well, you're going to have to find other dancers to your song (laughs) because I'm dancing to his song. I'm dancing to his tune. And that's the only tune I want to dance to. And I'm encouraging you, if you're listening, yes. give your life to Jesus. If you're a Christian, you feel you're a Christian, and you've kind of lost your first love, turn back to Jesus. Reach for him, his words. Read the red letters. Yeah. Vicki said God, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John four times. Just devour it. Read yeah. nothing else.
0: That's amen really
1: good. and amen. That's
0: I, good. I just want to add one last thing to, to close. Is just uh, to people in, in my generation of church, maybe – uh, early 30s, late 20s, there's a little bit of a movement where we we seek after an experience with God and we get a little bit closed into my Christianity is all about me and the Lord. And my question on uh, evangelism and losing that fire, I think one of the reasons we lose that fire is because it's all about experience. us. It's all about me and him, me and one him, way. me and him. And what can God give you? What can God give me? How can he improve my life? How can he bless my life? And I, I, I just want to challenge anybody who can relate to that idea that maybe you get caught up in that Relationship just to look out and look at the need around you and really live up to that command of Christ to love as He has loved you. So, what you experience in that, then give that away to the people around you. That's really good. And lastly, uh, if we talked about our school of transformation today, so if you're interested in learning about how you could sure. be involved in school of transformation, how you can, uh, learn about this message of Jesus and how it can change your life then visit transformationschool.org that is transformationschool.org and uh, we also mentioned one of our sermons you can listen to those at our YouTube channel which is uh,
2: The Father's House Media
0: no uh it the easiest way to find it is just to search father's house orville in youtube and you'll find our channel that way you'll see us yep
2: we'd love to see you we'd
0: love to connect with you and we we also love to hear questions you know you can email us uh at uncommonpodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com and we'll try to factor those questions in as we go about the season we love you guys thank you so much for joining
3: us have a great us. day you've been listening to the uncommon truth thank you so much for making us a part of your podcast routine we really hope you enjoyed our conversation today and would love to get your feedback. You can tell us what you think about today's show at UncommonTruthPodcast at gmail.com. You can also get in touch to ask questions for Steve and Vicki or suggest a subject you'd like to hear covered. Either way, we'd love to feature your comments on an upcoming episode. If you're new to the show or just haven't done so yet, please take a moment to leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. That helps push the show up the charts so more people can find us. If you know someone who would enjoy the types of conversations that happen on The Uncommon Truth, click share on the podcast app of your choice or send them to uncommonpodcast.com. Until next time, have a great week and keep running after Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be.